As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Five, four, three, two, one. Who shot it? It's time for episode 632 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint Super Bowl on the road to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, is <laughs> Brett Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Star? What's up, man? Good to see you again. Good to see you. Are you excited for the Super Bowl, or uh, how do you? I am, are you but gearing uh, up? I'll I'll tell you what. I'm gonna wait midweek to kind of turn my attention to Super Bowl because I am worn out from the Grammys. Oh okay. my god! Yeah, uh, quite a few Grammy things to tell you about. Definitely. And then um, I want to get that out of my system. Then we'll move on. It's event season. I mean, they just come one after the other this time of year. Well, I was thinking today, because the Grammys just happened, that maybe our music chart could be a countdown of, of some of the top uh, awards. Wow. Great idea. That's yeah. great. Then you can I noticed even, a, even Amoeba Music had a vinyl display of the <laughs> Grammy winners. I noticed on Twitter that I was like, oh, he must have just went to Amoeba because yeah. the takes were flying. Yeah, I was trying to vent about that event as well. Yeah, Amoeba is an <laughs> overwhelming place. It's it's like, you know. I thought you're we were going to lose one. it. What's that? I thought we were going to lose it for a bit. Oh, yeah, maybe we they were, scared us for a while. They, they did. They scared, they scared us. And now yes, they, they just they have this, that place on Hollywood. Right yeah. on. Hey, let's meet our guest. Sorry, involved. sorry to talk. No, that's okay. Uh, here she comes now. You know her from <laughs> Who Charted 503. She's back <laughs> on the charts. She's back to tell us about what she's been up to. Please welcome Beth Stelling. Hello. I was already here. Boom. I was here the whole time. And I left out all your credits. She's from Huge Girl surprise. Daddy on HBO Max. I Love You, America. Rick and Morty. Crashing. Strange Daddy. Planet. The Last OG. That's so many, Howard. You could Brother like, from just Falls. pick one or two, really. I think it's impressive. A litany like that. I think it goes over well <laughs> with the listeners. Hey, Beth, did you see any of the Grammys? I didn't. I'm so sorry. I think I I'm the only one who saw it. I don't it's so weird. Like, I, I for some no. reason, no one has no, to tell no. me that they're on, but I completely missed them. It's like there was no fanfare about them being on. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. much fanfare. I My mom is a pianist. Right. And she loves music. So she was watching. She kind of gave me. She got movie. robbed by John Legend. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it was in a, it was one of the biggest Ohio rivalries in history. Oh hell! Yeah. And nobody's talking about it. Right on. Yeah, I um should. I've been reading about it though some of the fallout, and so I feel like I'm a little bit half informed on it. Okay, and, it is uh, amazing well, what our phones do to us. You know, even if yeah. you're not trying to soak it up, like because I don't forced. even consider myself extremely online, and yet here I am knowing right. that how what's his name? I almost said Howard. Sorry, Harry okay. Styles. Howard Harry. Howard Harry, Harry Styles, Styles said yeah. this doesn't happen to people like me, and I'm right. still haven't investigated that further. I'm very confused as to what he's talking about. Oh, okay, right. Was he that talking was about like dudes that wear sequins? 
I think he's talking about dudes who used to work at a bakery in some small town in England. Like okay. he shouldn't yeah, be the biggest superstar in the world. But I get, they, they I get that. that, except that he was in a boy band that was, you know, world right. famous. Right. So no one's thinking about the bakery. They're they're going True. back right. to whatever. But I will I will say, called. I will say, there's four other guys in the band that we haven't heard <laughs> yeah. from in a long time. So maybe he's just feeling lucky. Like out of five people, yeah, like, that's I got true. To be the also, superstar. I think it was like a, a very tone deaf thing to say it was. but also like if you are you and you're on that stage and like you out of your own life it is just yeah. extremely unlikely for any single person to be up there you know what I mean yeah. so it's like yep. true. you kind of get where he's coming from I don't think he, he meant anything well, Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff didn't mean it yeah. evilly you know yeah no. yeah Hopefully. but I guess that but is, is something that funny, gets to people yeah. is um I mean, I, I know that this is what gets to people is is when a white man doesn't step out of himself just once, just yeah. for one second. Like, yes. it's a simple mistake. It wasn't evil. We definitely should not be dragging him over the coals for it. However, right. Right. when you're in the world and you don't really have to step outside of yourself ever because you're just kind of cruising. Yeah, he seems privileged to you the don't average think like Joe. That. Yeah. yeah. Also, so, he was in the middle of being heckled. Did you see that? Like, oh, no. really? Oh, yeah. They were, there was a big crowd there heckling him. At the um, Grammys or outside? At the Grammys. There's, wow. there's TikTok videos where you see more, like you hear the crowd. Ah. And they're angry. There's a big fervor on Oh, because it didn't go to Lizzo. No, because of Beyonce. Beyonce is Beyonce, Beyonce stands yeah. who are saying, right. Beyonce deserved it. But they're yelling that at him. Right. Wow, he's seventy award, which is pretty shitty. Well, that is, is shitty, but nice. I, those have to be seat fillers, right, Beth? I mean, like who yeah. who that's who, in the Grammys that voted is actually gonna yell and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't it interesting too that Trevor Noah didn't want to announce it. Like that was there was that aspect of ah, it. Ah, yeah. He handed it over to the white the, lady to read it. T Swift yeah. was the only one standing. There's pictures of that you happens know, a everyone lot, by sitting. The way. She stands for every song. I think she's like, okay, feels like she's she got to look like leg. she's rooting for people. No, but she, that it just happens a lot of times. Well, yeah, but it's just funny because she was. The, I think it was also like solidarity because she was the one who. Got it was it. the same also issue. Beat Beyonce with Beyonce, where okay. Kanye was like, Beyonce deserved that, you know. Right. And she had to stand there. So. Um, yeah, this yeah. is. Beyonce it's all pretty interesting and odd. It yeah. is. It's very yeah. odd. And they had it set up like a prom. They're sitting at their little tables. Also, was, the context of just how kind of worthless the Grammys are. Like they're not even. It's oh, not even the. the uh, it's not even the Oscars. You no. know, I don't think it's the equivalent. It's a. It's a television show to help promote record sales, where yes. they take the yeah. people that have already sold the most records and they and face them, them off against award. each other in a dumb little vote. And yeah. Harry even said in his speech. You know, I don't think any of us actually even think about Grammys when we're recording <laughs> the albums. But, right. you know, this oh, is we don't I make those the decisions. Thing, I thought the only thing he said was this doesn't happen to guys like me. Oh, no. no oh, he okay, said no, he no. was very nice up there. That but, was yeah, the he, actually, he, said he actually made the albums with the guys he's friends with, too. I mean, it's, it wasn't just like uh, Simon Cowell wrote, you know, got somebody to write <laughs> right. songs yeah. from him. It was, it was more organic He seems like a good guy. I think we take these things into consideration, obviously. He doesn't deserve to be totally ripped apart. And also, you know, he's not. he didn't rig the vote. Perhaps his label sure. paid them off. Who freaking knows? Like, think about great comics trying to get any sort of nod 
in the realm of Emmys that aren't famous. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the company, the productions, they're all putting money into right. your promo and into getting you there. And if you don't have that buzz or the fame, they're not wasting a single cent on you winning. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's like there's been, you know, a million albums released in a year and it comes down to five that yeah. everybody already knows about that have been yeah, on commercial radio and everything else forever. I think that's but, what I guess it's, this is the root of it would just be what I mean, this is from my perspective. And so obviously it's my opinion. But the root of the problem just seems to be maybe not exploring an alternate perspective. Like it was a small staff who yeah. it's the same reason sometimes like, you know, I guess it's at the root of why a lot of dude comics or white male comics are are like, well, I'm get canceled. I'm going to get in trouble. It's like, but if you just stepped out of your just looked at it. If you put the joke in the middle of the table and walked around the table once instead of going first thing that comes out of your mouth, like it's our job to, in my opinion, to not say the first thing you think of. It's your job as a comedian to say, oh, am I going to say what anybody else in this room would say? Or I'm going to say what a professional comedian would say, which is not the first thought. No, it's not. It's not the knee-jerk reaction from someone yeah. who's, like, so tired from work. take one little walk around it before. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I had no idea there was even a controversy. I didn't hear about this at all. Well, it sounds like it's that. just, yeah, knee-jerk <laughs> from some dumb seat fillers. But there was plenty else going on there, a lot of magical stuff. So why don't we listen to the history of recorded music, yes. and then we'll get into the Grammy noms. <clears throat> Here we go. We used to play LPs, 8-tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs? Tunes. Grammys. All right. All right. You missed the Grammys. You missed the Grammys rhyme in there. What was the Grammys rhyme? That was awesome. I just say, like, Grammys would have rhymed. With what? (laughs) <laughs> with anything in the song. <laughs> LPs, MP3. Oh, that what's stream. next? Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. They already uh, have. With Thank what? You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, there's a lot of awards we could focus on, but I'm just taking some of the like top five random. Oh, this is a curated about. chart by you. Well, you could say it. I mean, it's curated by the Grammys, but I'm not going into and like best votes, ja- jazz way. album. Do we know? Were all I guess people it's Grammy members. Trevor Noah voters. Uh, behind him. Remember when he made the older white lady read the best album? Oh no, those, those were fans. That actually was uh, a stupid idea that actually worked <laughs> pretty good. They had fans sit around like it was a focus group, and they each had to sit around and make the case. Like, here's why I think Lizzo should be, you know, the thing. Mm. And then they would have, uh, you know, somebody from the demographic that would listen to Brandy Carlisle, and then she sits oh. there and goes, "This album helped me this year." But those were actually the fans. They brought the fans okay. up to, to give cool, the, uh, yeah, it was a dumb gesture, but it was actually more interesting to hear like why these albums meant something to anybody, you know? So that is cool. I like Brandy yeah. Carlisle. But uh, that is a good question about who votes for this stuff. I guess it's uh, record executives and producers and that type of thing. Yeah. The, ta- <laughs> uh, uh, the taste of the Grammy voters 
is just so conservative and it's always been that way. And yeah. every year people are shocked about who you know, wins. Like Bonnie Raitt but it's won always, this year. Yeah. So coming in at number five, song, oh, here of, we go. song of the year, Bonnie Raitt, just what? like that. <laughs> it was insane. This was Please, like, you know, are we when Jethro Tull beat yeah. Metallica, this was out of control. She was so shocked. Took a while before a knock like all ahead was time. That sounds like 2022 to me. Excuse me, ma'am, maybe you can help. The directions weren't so <laughs> Quintessential 2022 sound right there. I'm looking for Olivia's hand. A lot of these awards, I feel like sometimes are just, they just decide to treat them as lifetime achievement awards. Yeah, yeah. look, I've never heard that song. Never. It's not terrible, Nobody I'm sure, it. but it doesn't seem like it's anything special. It's not it's even not. let's give him something to talk about. Let's give yeah. him something <laughs> yeah. to talk about. Talk they give him nothing about. to talk about. Bonnie Ray. I mean, I don't know why they didn't, she didn't get yelled at more than Harry Styles because I I mean, this was really was the big surprise of the entire ceremony. Yeah. And nobody wants to yell at Bonnie Ray. Also, like that. I mean, uh, white women are evil too. There you go. Even with, even with streaks in their hair. Yeah, Gator. <laughs> well, some of the other nominees were Lizzo, About Damn Time, Jay Z, God Did, which I want right. to talk about later because oh, that was funny huge. Thing. That was a I've huge moment um, too. That's the DJ Khaled one. Uh, Adele, Easy on Me. That was huge. Beyonce, Break My Soul. Uh, so yeah, not all those didn't habit, win, Brett? Steve, Steve Lacey. These are the ones that didn't win the category. Bad Habit should have won. Bad Habit yeah. probably should have, right? It was huge. It was and huge. It was a and new sound. And new and unique. Yeah, and it, it sounds was, like 2022. 20, when you want to like signify 2022, to 2022 in a soundtrack, you'll put that song on there. Yep. Not great. Yeah. But didn't um, didn't Lizzo win with about... Damn time! I thought I saw well, we, that clip. We, it was another category. I I, I okay. bet we'll wind up getting to it. Okay. But uh, yeah, this one was a shocker. This one was like uh, classic. What they say about the Grammys all the time is how they're old and they get it wrong. Right. And they're you know, this was uh, it was funny classic because that. the whole rest of the show was a lot more hip than usual. Yeah. So for that to happen, it was just like, well, it just can't not happen. <laughs> That's the DNA of the Grammys. Themselves. Well, speaking of that, let's go to uh, record of the year, which was Lizzo about damn time. Okay, so not album of the year. What the not fuck? Al- what record of the year? It's is same more as like, like a screenplay re- award. Recording. They just they 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 is just. There you go. And she took it. I mean, they have a plenty of categories so that every yeah. big seller can it's, win something. Are you something. guys not hung up on album versus Yeah, whatever? that's what I'm saying. It, yeah, I'm well, saying. no, it's record. not. It's record is, it's like, they should really change the name it for it. Mean but it, single, it, 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 mean, right? it means single, but it has to do with like the mastering of it, like the, the uh, production of it, as well as the song and the performance. It's like, it gets kind of into the weeds. Okay. Like song and record and album are different things for like. I thought industry. she was gonna say I've been. What'd she say? I've been through a lot, but I'm still flirty. 
Yeah, what'd you say, 30? I was going to say sturdy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sturdy. Works. Yeah, I, I sang sturdy and was wrong. Hey. I like sturdy, but I also I like, like flirty. It surprised me. You should have heckled her while she was accepting. Yeah, next time I'm yeah. there, I will. <laughs> I'm yeah, I think uh, she took record. You know, they all got to go home with something. Yeah. Um, and, and Beyonce broke the record of, uh, all time Grammys. Pretty cool. So she's got, yeah, the most of anyone. And I was surprised that the previous record holder was just like a random, like piano player, right? It was. Was Yeah. Um, I, that sounds How'd they win so many just for playing piano? That's a good question. Probably just like cleaned up on like jazz and, and classical albums and, you know, other categories we're not used to. Interesting. They've never mentioned his name before, whoever it is. I think it was George something. But uh, all right, coming in at number three. Number three. Best new artist, uh, Samara Joy. Hmm. Oh, this was a... Nobody knows this one, I don't think. Did you miss your train? She was up against Wet Leg. I mean, they could have given it yeah. to somebody fun. <laughs> Wet Leg. No. Molly Turtle. Molly Tuttle. Molly Tuttle. Uh, yeah, there's a oh, lotto. Yeah, this was a late Can show. I, I mean, this thing was three hours long. This thing came at like 2.45. They squeezed this in right before the end. She did not have a big impact, but she was up against like 12 other people. And... Uh, they that's a big. That's a pretty Academy big category, Brothers. you know. The new artist category is pretty big. Like, uh, that's one of the ones that I feel like people have talked about in the past. We didn't. Um, didn't Amy Mann's group uh, win that? Like in the eighties, I think that like put them on the map. Till Tuesday could be. Till Tuesday, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like if it's somebody that people have heard of, it gets a big pop, but. Like, that sounded like a jazz album, you know, you hear while you're mm-hmm. waiting for dinner, you know, waiting yeah. for your table. Yeah, it's a weird choice. Background know. stuff. I never heard of them. Yeah, so one, one girl named Samara. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. Maybe I'm wrong. I watched American Idol a little bit a couple years ago, and wasn't there yeah. Samara who won? Staying hip. I know. That's how I stay with the youth. Mm. What were you saying about that though? There was someone named Samara on that there. That one, I thought. Oh, okay, maybe she. No, yeah, she's I'm wrong. From I'm Idol. sorry. No, it, their name is just Sam. Sorry. <laughs> That's think- two of the same letters. That's <laughs> very similar. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number two. Number two, best rap album, Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. Uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is the album name. This song is Count Me Out. Yes. Well, decent. Two o'clock in the morning. Uh. One of these lives, I'ma make these right with the wrongs I done. That's one of you not with the father, son, till then I fight. Rain on me, put the blame on me. Got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Got six magazines that's aimed at me. Done every magazine was fame to me. It's a game Fuck, to me man. with a bedroom. Sleep, I ain't never had a fast with that What's fair when the hearts and the words don't reach What's fair when the money don't take things back It's rare when somebody take your dreams back I care too much, wanna share too much What do you think about this? Probably I mean, obviously, he's if he put out an album, it's probably the best one I mean, yeah 
but um, it really was a hip hop heavy night. They actually did a medley celebrating 50 years of hip hop and they just started bringing out person. It was the most fun thing I've ever seen on the Grammys. Oh, they wow. started like with Grandmaster Flash. Then they had LL Cool J. Then they had Run DMC. Then they had Public Enemy and it just kept on oh, going. Man. And it I was super fun and joy. Mm -hmm. Even Jay-Z was having a blast. He couldn't believe how many people were up there. And, uh, it was just like, that's something worth going back and seeing on YouTube. It was a really joyous kind of event. So Yeah. I'll that check that out. That doesn't usually happen at the Grammys that it's like genuine joy. You know, sometimes they just have a group that you happen to like, but yeah. it was a good moment. Yeah. The uh, other, the runners up, Pusha T, uh, DJ Khaled, Future, and Jack Harlow. Right on. I say one of the the best things about having Public Enemy out there. Public Enemy was famous for a line they had back in the late '80s, which was "Who gives a fuck about a goddamn Grammy?" Yeah. So to see them pop out at the Grammys, <laughs> it, it was just—it's a big event. It's yeah, a big, big fun event. So this might be a good time to play <laughs> what I saw the the performance of God did. The, which we've At joked about end. that we've joked about that with uh, DJ Khaled and that that phrase, yeah. but um, and Jay Z is amazing in it, and there's all the you know, John Legend is in it. At the very end of it, what DJ Khaled says. Just cracked me up. Let, oh, yeah, me, let me, me give a little more background. So at the very end of this three-hour event, they go outside in front of uh, Crypto.com Arena, and they have the streets blocked off, and they have this huge kind of uh, the Last Supper table set up, yeah. and there's all these different rappers at the table. And uh, it wound up being an, uh, a really long performance because Jay-Z's yeah. just sitting there and you think that he's just going to do a couple bars and he winds up rapping for like six, seven minutes straight. So it was just this kind of thing of like, wow, like they, they actually did this and look how much time they gave Jay and all that. But then the clown comes out. At the yeah. End. yeah. <laughs> it's just an amazing way to cap off a self-explanatory great moment. Yes. Um, here, here's the audio. Oh. Huh. DJ Khaled. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You are welcome. It breaks my heart. <laughs> they ain't believe in us. God did. So we did an eight minute song on the Grammys. Salute to the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> it breaks Makes my sense, heart right? God God believed in us So we did an eight, eight minutes Yeah, so. nobody believed in Jay-Z John Legend, nobody believed in us So we had to do an yeah, eight all minutes Who was saying that there, nobody believed Wayne, in us? Lil Wayne, that was DJ Khaled Okay Yeah, and uh it's just great because he didn't even let Twitter respond like, oh, my God, they just did an eight-minute song on the Grammys. Like, <laughs> right. he, he jumps right on, makes sure you know what to tweet. Exactly, exactly. That's what cracked me up about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at the end of a Super Bowl performance, Bruce Springsteen or someone like, everyone, I just did a Super Bowl performance because right. I've had a 40-year career. It's <laughs> exactly. been amazing. Right. And so I did this. Right. <laughs> I was a skinny kid walking around central New Jersey. Nobody believed in me. God did. <laughs> right. Uh, well, right on. Uh, exciting 
Exciting stuff. Is there still more? Yeah, so the I'll, I'll do coming up at number one. We already number one talked about it, but uh, album of the year, Harry Styles, uh, Harry's House. This is as it was. Did you hear about what happened, the mishaps for his performance? No. Um, it's interesting. So did you see how they were on like a spinning uh, cylinder thing? Yeah. They did all this uh, choreography on the spinning disc. So they're like spinning around and they have to dance against the, the spin okay. and all this stuff. Apparently they had this huge, uh, you know, plan and choreography. And then the disc started spinning the opposite way Whoa. That, that they had ever rehearsed it. Oh, man. So they had to, on the spot, reverse like their entire routine and go the opposite direction and lean the opposite. It's just like a total mess. And Did it look it like well. a mess or no? Well, I think they got sure criticized a little bit for like a lackluster performance, even though I thought it was fine. But they right got on. criticized, but then they said like, this is what happened. Like we had a much better thing in mind and then we right. had to just improvise. Wow. I know um, a lot of people go through that, going to the bathroom down at the <laughs> equator. <laughs> Everything spins the other way, so can be disorienting. Um, but uh, yeah, that's wild. I I mean, I I didn't did notice. You, yeah. Did you listen to the whole um, Harry album? Yeah, I don't think it was that great. Personally. Did you skip any songs? Because I feel like there's two that are fine, right? Two that are good. I yeah. The way that watermelon was. sugar. I don't. Listen. Well, that was on the last one, I think. Oh, I guess I didn't hear it then. Yeah. Yeah, watermelon sugar. Yeah, is is like the new. Um, Robin Thick. I, I guess the thing you say when you are mouthing lyrics in a choir that you don't want to really be singing in. Right, right, right. Like moment, like um, marmalade. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. But uh, he's cool. Like I like Harry Styles, but I guess my yeah. hot take was, I don't think, I know everyone's like mad that Beyonce didn't win. And she's certainly like an artist who deserves to win all the things. But I don't think her album was all that either like from what I heard I like that's another album I thought had good singles but wasn't I mean like all it's that. Ju she just has a loud fan base so you're gonna hear it when she doesn't win there was no miscarriage of justice this this right. is just a stupid TV it's, show it's pretty like, like none entitled of this means anything she sold a lot of records and she's still the queen you know right yeah yeah she's doing okay uh, yeah, but people ran. people who criticize it are always pointing out things, which I, I kind of get, but it's just like, oh, you know, a black woman hasn't won in 20 years, and Beyonce hasn't has oh, been has been that true? snubbed, yeah, and has been snubbed. But she just has all the most Grammys. I mean, and how I can get, you say she right, hasn't exactly. won enough? She's got the most Grammys, but she hasn't won in like the biggest categories, I guess. Oh, okay. okay. So, so then, yeah, like, to say so then I can see why that would be irritating. In the right. sense that it's like, why aren't you giving it to a black woman? Like, right. why are you, are the all the other ones just ways to get around it? I think when you're a black person, you're used to dealing with so many microaggressions that mm. something like that would be like, why aren't you giving me the main one? Yeah, right. But then it's kind of funny because then every Blue year Zero. we're also thinking about who just actually had the best album versus who just sort of deserves an award. Right. Yeah. Um, who did have the best album? I don't know. Like, me neither. I'm sure it wasn't one of those five. You know? Yeah. Somebody um, we don't even know about, probably. Let me look who the... Yeah, there was uh, Drake and Beyonce, um, Kendrick Lamar, ABBA. It's like, come on. 
That was a dream. That was somebody's <laughs> pipe dream that Adam was going to win. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, you know, she's good, but Adele. Those are all the nominees in the cells. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, as time goes by, that's when you find the best albums from any year. It might be Kendrick put out a great one. It might be some of the others are great, but I think it's it's real hard to crown that, like, uh, you know, in February, the, the, right. the, the couple months. Well, I mean, like. Ended. Nobody's expecting the Grammys to be like, oh, you got to check out this album I found, you know, deep in Spotify. That's actually the best. Right. We're always going to just be talking about the pop albums, but. I know. It's also just like, weird. you know, in anything, it's, there's so many different tastes. Sometimes when people like say shit like, well, you're not funny, like some usually old dude on Facebook it's like, <laughs> well, I didn't write it for you. Like, it's just not for right. you. Right. So, yeah, exactly. but, but just like I probably don't like Bruce Springsteen, like you like him, you don't have to like me. You're just, right. you just don't get that because you're yeah. used to everything in the world being for you. Or why don't you understand that? Yeah, it's like and Teletubbies. They made it for kids. You exactly. Don't like Same thing all the way up till you're 90. It's like, if you liked it, the kids wouldn't like it. So. Yeah. Some of that also, that reminds me of like even Star Wars and stuff. Like when people are like complaining about Jar Jar Binks or whatever, it's like, who did you think the Ewoks were for? Like you think yeah. that they're for like 35 year old dudes? They're for yeah. kids, you know? It's I thought like, they were for the furries to keep the furries involved. <laughs> True. Well, that was a fun chart and yeah. we'll be right back with the movies. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Beth Stelling and Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. <laughs> They're just like tweets. They release them constantly. <laughs> Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh we movies. Movies. All right. Let's see what's bringing them back into the box you. office. <laughs> Is everybody not as delighted as I am by this stuff? Oh, no, thank you so much for being delighted by it. Some people have no response whatsoever, and then uh, it's like uh, I'm just used to pushing through it because I've heard it so many times. But, I would say uh, more often than not, people chuckle throughout the theme song. Okay. But then, you know, giving people, giving guests. Giving so guests. so good. I love all of them. Thank you very much. Um, all right. From Box Office Mojo, this is the latest dailies, the top five. So coming in at number five, A Man Called Otto. Oh. Angry uh, Hanks. Okay. okay, bye. Are you always this unfriendly? I am not unfriendly. Okay, you're not. Every word you say is like a warm cuddle. Do you guys this, know anything about this movie? I'm like, I do. I'm slightly surprised 
that this premise is just being done again, unless there's a different twist on the movie. I what think is the premise? The premise just, is he's an angry white guy who like, you know, he, you know, he yells at people. He's, he's got a short temper, but then a family moves in. I think the type right. of family that he might be hateful towards, but they, they all get involved and he becomes a softer gentleman. Okay. So it is exactly the premise that's been done but I think, a million times. But I think that it serves in our culture now to say, hey, cis white male over the age of 60, you only got so much time left. The universe is phasing you out. So get your lessons in while you still have time. (laughs) It is like odd propaganda. It's like, here's how you should act. Not the yeah, way I mean, you are. maybe that's good. I guess it's odd to me because I'm like, I don't need to learn that lesson. But yeah. if I was trying to get spoon fed something, I guess that was the way to do it. Yeah, if your grandpa get, was trying to learn it or something. I guess maybe that's a good point. Like every generation needs one of these movies, like Gran Torino, um, yeah. and Grumpy Old Men, and all yeah, those Wild Hogs. Every time, like the old guys just need a little refresher. Like, yeah. hey, stop being so cranky. Yeah. Lolita. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I never saw that. <laughs> it's about Coming an old in. guy. That's all you're Okay. Know. Yeah. Coming in, number four. Number four. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, yeah. Have you died already? Uh, uh, no. Puss in Boots doesn't need a spotter. Watch. Uh-huh. Watch. A guy always lands on his feet. Watch. You are down to your last life. Getting well, a lot of cat jokes in there. I need to watch that. Where is it? Disney Plus? Um, theaters uh, only, I think. Or can you watch there? that without theaters? I, I don't find know. Out. Hey, do It'll- you know these visits to the theaters are getting stranger and stranger? Did you hear about AMC's new pricing plan? No. Yeah. I, why have- would they do that? Yep. It's so stupid. People well, what- are already not going. Uh, what they're doing is three different price sections. Like if you got a really good seat, it costs more than if you're stuck up at the front or whatever. Like, oh, that. you don't like that? Well, I, I think it's just uh, it just makes it more complicated. I think. Right, why yeah. would you want to be paying any more than anyone? Else? Well, no. The only reason I might be open to that is if I could maybe be paying less than before. But if it's if you're just talking about price increases, then oh, like they neck. cut you a break for yeah. sitting right up at the screen. I don't know. You don't want to sit that close to the screen. I hate sitting that close. No. I like the old way where it's like, if you don't rush to get a ticket, you're like, I'm going to be up against the screen. So then you go, well, I don't want to sit against the screen. So I'll just go to the next showing. I'm I'm with you. I just needed a second to process it. I like the old way. Just everyone's just like, try to get a ticket. Right. Like, fuck off (laughs) with all the complications. Yeah. I uh, did a little um I did a little punch up on Puss in Boots too. Oh, you, oh, you did? did? Hey, congrats. That's good. Um, you got any points on the back end? No, my name won't be anywhere on that thing. Oh, oh no. That's cool. I, punch up is a um what would you call it? Uh, great job. What am I trying to say? Invisible. Like, definitely a great job. But yeah, incognito. Like anonymous, yeah. You're like a yeah. ghost writer. Have you mm-hmm. done that with other movies? Yeah. That's great. A good amount of them. I was feeling really. Like that, that's that coming sound. in steady. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That Thanks sounds like work. a very fun. I mean, that's exciting. Job. 
Yeah, I agree with you. It's one of my favorite jobs on the planet to punch up. It's very like, it's nice sometimes to take someone else's thing and then just make it better <laughs> rather yeah. than like yeah. think up your whole to start you know, thing. So fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't, I'm never bitter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never like, why isn't my name anywhere? It's like, well, I, I don't even know if any of my stuff got in. That's why I like to watch them. Oh, okay. To find out. Yeah. And even uh, still, to be honest with you, I think early days I would have remembered, but now I, I don't remember. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to keep track of your jokes and sometimes right, you're like, right. did I do that one? Because you want to yeah. be proud. But mm-hmm. then as you're sitting there, you're like, ah, hopefully something. Is there, done. do you ever re- been responsible for like a big joke that you saw in the trailer or something? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Which one? My joke was the worldwide trailer of Good Boys. Remember that movie, The Summer Hit? It was like Seth Rogen produced oh, yeah. it. The two writers from The Office, Gene and Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stubnitsky. But it was about those three little boys who rode their bikes. It was like yes. um, the trailer joke of mine was, um, he goes, she's a total nympho. And then the other little boy goes, what's that mean? And he says, she has sex on land and on sea. <laughs> <laughs> that That's <was> great. <laughs> That's a stelling. Boom. That's a stelling. That's they should, cool I think they imagine. should put your name right as the joke is said. <laughs> They just give yeah, your Twitter credits. handle. Yeah. Chiron. Chiron. Yeah. That's telling. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it was quite, yeah. a little interesting, though, having like being the only gal and seeing some of those boys not wanting to hear from me. Do you know what I mean? Like they, uh, they would always go to the men writers for jokes. And uh, I was like, meanwhile, I'm like, you don't even, yeah. because, I, yeah. And again, I don't blame them. They're kids. We live in a patriarchal society. It wasn't like I was ever upset with them, but it was interesting to see them. Right. Not come to me or think that I was doing anything funny. Right. Yeah. What were they coming to you for like female characters or, or they were just ignoring um, you? The boys, the little, I mean, they were just children, you oh, know, okay. but I just, I think they expected like all the big jokes to come from the dudes. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, And I would, and you know, it's also your job typically when you're the onset writer, you're not the director, so you're not yelling stuff out. So it's right. not like they saw me being like, you know, right. but we they would be standing there. And I would be saying those things and then they'd go try this or whatever. Well, that, and it's yeah. not like, I, I I hope it doesn't come off wrong. It was just a little interesting thing to observe. Yeah, yeah no, it shows you the culture. Like the kids yeah. get groomed in that direction. And that's Yeah, why it was just a little interesting. 70 yeah. years from now, they'll need their own, my name is Otto. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is true. It's like, I don't know how you're supposed to crack that for like young boys. Like teenage boys are just going to be like a little bit toxic in that way yeah. or whatever. Like you just can't. I eventually razzed him a up. little. I was a yeah. little like, I'm the reason you're called the beanbag boys. It was my idea. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I started being like, <laughs> right. yeah. I started saying a few things here and Don't there. Don't you, you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, you can't be the adult that's like, why do these 12 year olds? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, your uh, punch-up work might start drying up if you're like mean to the little <laughs> I kids. grab one by the scruff of their neck. You listen to me. I wrote that joke. Right on. Well, congrats on that. That's huge. Oh, that's thank you. I hope it doesn't come off like I was. No, not at all. Bragging. I just it no. was, you know. All right, dropping down to number three. Number uh, three, Aquatar. The spray of water. The spray of water. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, this was number one for weeks, so dropped down two spots, I feel like. Water is the star. 
uh, a lot of people said the first one sucked. The one's going to see this new one. But water is the point of difference. And um, shout out. That's the heavy lifting. Yeah. Water okay, did you guys this, watch it? I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't even know anyone who's seen it. I, I started. I pressed play on it on my iPad when I was in Denver doing shows. Like I was just there for the, the weekend. You know how it is. Holy shit, Beth! That's huge. <laughs> That's tie-in. Sorry. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, when you're alone on the road, I was like, oh, I'll try it. I pressed play, and you know, I don't know. It's it's very. I don't smaltsy. Smaltsy is the word that's schmaltzy, coming to mind, but yeah. it's yeah, it's just very heavy-handed. It's just big blockbuster. Yeah, the theaters. Yeah, so I think I don't on an know. iPad, it probably loses some of that. Yeah, it was like, okay, see what's going on here, but I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. The altitude's it's getting It's distancing. Me. It can be distancing all that CGI and stuff, too. Yeah. Now, now Howard, based on off of your Amoeba tweets, yeah. um, you were saying something that like a, a Navy, a Navi, yeah, the couldn't Navi. even reach the, uh, the well, records. Were they too tall? Were they it's like, too high um, for you? No, the thing is, Amoeba is crazy, <laughs> ridiculously crowded. It's like a maze. Yeah. It's headache-inducing. But then there's just all this free space, like airplane hangar free space above. So sure. it's like at the old one, they at least had a second level to try to get some of the some yeah. free up some floor space. But I don't like going up the stairs either. So I, I don't know what the solution is. But basically, <laughs> I was just saying that the Navi, because they're the Navi from Avatar, like nine, 10 feet tall, that right. they could browse in there. I'm just trying to imagine why you would leave. <laughs> I don't know. The place is it's just. You're saying they should take chaos. advantage of the vertical space. It's More. like when you go out to the like Midwest and there's traffic. You're like, why didn't you just build a seven-lane highway? Like, what what are you doing? Use the space. Right. That type of thing. Yeah. But, um, uh, hey. It I is like, crowdy. It feels like getting into a club. I'm sure that's part of it, right? You yeah. Make it seem busy. Yeah. But they sell old stuff. They sell new stuff. That's not a normal thing at a usual It's store. easy to spend so much like, money. I want to buy this brand new yeah. thing and then this thing that's 79, you know? <laughs> what was your haul? What did you get? What did you pick up? CDs? Oh, just uh, DVDs? Beatles, Blu-ray. Beatles on Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. Get back? Yeah. All right. Wait, so you sound like you don't want to talk about it. Huh? It's just these stories go on another podcast. So it's like, I got to be like, yeah, uh huh. Like, because it's just, they fit so much better on the other show. But uh, yeah, what's what's the other one? I'll just go Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister, where we just like talk about ways to make money without working. And this was part of that. It was a scam for that show. So, Do you ever have anything on that <laughs> podcast where you go, hey, I'm not talking about this because this is who charted material? Uh, lots of times because her and I argue <laughs> all the time about music and she hates okay. Rick Rubin and I think he's done a lot of great things. And so we'll get okay. into it, but then I'll be like, oh, I should just save that for the other ones. But Okay. As long as it's equal. Yeah. All right. Come, come in, <laughs> coming in at number two. Number two. Knock at the cabin. Oh, yeah. Horror. No clue. Oh, is this M. Night again? Yeah. This just came out <sighs> on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Hi there. I know I'm going to fucking end up seeing this, and I'm going to be mad every time. Let me tell Beth what this one's about. Come inside right now. 
Macbeth. What do we say? These, these people come into your house and they tie you and your family up and they say, in order to save the universe, one of you is going to die. One of you is going to no. die and you got to pick. Uh, that's a, I mean, is that a fun night a out? Getting out of the house? Let me go watch no. that. That's also no, like. That actually has happened to people. Right. It, but you know what like I mean? My like favorite my favorite fr- murder where they make you choose or something. Yeah. My friend uh, Aaron had such a weird brush with that in the Chicago area growing up. It was like her senses kicked in and she knew not to let this person in. And they murdered a family close by. Uh, Jesus. Wow. Like Isn't that, that wild? That same day type of a thing? Oh, yeah. Whoa. It was like sh- she had a brush with... Right. Whatever you want to call it, a murder, serial right. killer, and everything kicked in to be like, don't let this person in. Like, uh, good. Listen to her body. Trust your instincts. Mm-hmm. But then That's you'd good. also just feel so weird and guilty. Oh yeah, and stuff because after, a family in the community like, is dead. Yeah. Ugh. That's that's insane. We don't even really talk about it much. That's why I'm being so vague because it's like I have the faint memory of her telling me about it originally. It's like one of my best friends also survived a school shooting, like one of the big ones. And it's like you remember it, but you're never going to like when they tell you that you're not like, okay, like, let me know all the details. And then you don't want to ever bring it up again. Right. So you just try to remember what they told you about it today. I don't want to bring it up. Exactly. Anyway. Wow. But you uh, are a. A magnet for those who've been through heavy heaviness. I'm a gentle hug. Aw. <laughs> You're a red hand in a window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High five. <laughs> I also feel like this that's just kind of like a hacky premise, like Sophie's Choice thing. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, who's going to uh, die in your family type yeah. thing. It, yeah, well, like, yeah, and also like that feels like philosophy 101 or something like yeah, like uh, I've cards just heard that with, kind of question. Uh, cards for humanity type of a deal. Right. Or isn't there like the train car question or whatever? Like, do you do you save one person? I don't know. Yeah, like a you superhero. Know, or you kill a group of people. Or, right. Yeah. Like if Superman gives away his identity, <laughs> he won't be able to save anybody. But should he give it away to save these, you know, people? Right. Yeah. But knowing M. Night Shyamalan movies, by the end, all that goes out the window anyway, and it's something way dumber than you even imagine. (laughs) Worse than the reason you went to see it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, All right. Was that number one? This is number two. Okay. I think. Yeah, that's number two. Um, Coming in at number one. Number one. Uh, do I have it? 80 for Brady. Hmm. For the 80 for Brady starting lineup. What is this? This is a super group cast. Jane Fonda, Sally Field, couple others. Okay. Jane Fonda, college dropout. The 80 for Brady trailer starts. Is this like auto for, for the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> a man called uh, a man called Otto for women. Yeah, <laughs> for the older white ladies. Now, what is their goal? Do you guys know? I only know it's something to do with Tom Brady. Are they trying, trying to go to laid. a game or something? Oh, I see. Okay, eighty for They're Brady. Wearing... In, want me to say? Yeah, eighty for bit. Brady is inspired by the true story of four best friends 
living life to the fullest when they take a wild trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their hero Tom Brady play. Oh. Uh, no one, nothing's right. more relevant right. than the 2017 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's like uh, when my mom went to the Women's March in D.C., but then all she could talk about was like going to the museums and like hanging out with her friends. Oh, yeah, got <laughs> like, some shopping. Like, though. mom, you're supposed to be like, I don't know. Like well, we did, but we also went to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I just watched the Grammys and they let that old lady present the uh, winning Grammy to Harry Styles. So I feel oh, yeah. like I already saw this in Who? real life. Okay, so you're saying she was like, she was a fan? I couldn't figure out if she was like, his I know, mom that was all really weird. I she, didn't... The, yeah, they brought, they brought all the fans on stage and then they mm-hmm. actually let her open up the envelope. And then she was like, oh, my God, Harry Styles. Harry then, yeah, Styles. She seemed like overcome. And then yeah. he hugged her. Yeah. Like she Harry was did? a family member. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's like a woman that's like, you know, 80, but is like crazy huge Harry Styles fan. Okay. So that was interesting. Now I understand better. I thought he was just having <laughs> a white person read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Interesting. <laughs> If he was going to pander, I mean, I, I would have thought he would bring up somebody with, you know, of his, you know, supposed demo, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, uh, exciting stuff. Wow. What a movie chart. People are heading back to the theaters. They'll be paying separate prices for different tiers. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. The only reason I knew it was the Grammys is because... Every time I try to listen to the Lakers or the Clippers, they kept on saying that the teams are out of town for a Grammy road trip. So then I put together that they must have to all go out of town every year because they do the Grammys at the Staples Center. Oh. So they, that's why I just kept on hearing Grammys, Grammys. Um, I believe that they wrote that song at Chateau Marmont. Because the body shop is across the street, but that hasn't come oh, wow. out yet. But that's my belief. Nice. Let, let's just be back on air with that. Because okay, I, I like that theory. Um, right that on. was the other thing we didn't talk about too. Was maybe the best thing about the Grammys was the fact that Ted Cruz and all them went crazy about that performance. Oh like gosh, Devil yeah, was bad. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That all was really the Republicans funny. tweeting, mm-hmm. they're worshiping hell. I love seeing like some of the tweets behind, you know, just randoms and they're going (laughs) and they say we're crazy. Like, cause we're saying this, like really, you know, like it's right there. They're worshiping Satan right there. And we're the crazy ones. But also it's like the reason that they were so convinced (laughs) they're worshiping Satan is because Sam Smith put on a dumb top hat that had horns on it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like the silliest way to piss people off. Like you say I'm worshiping the devil and then you yeah. put on like a dumb thing and they get even more mad. See, he is doing it. There's something that feels like almost like deeply comforting to me to be back in a satanic panic. Yeah. Right. Like, like there's just something gore. very yeah. quaint about it. Like, yeah. oh good. Like music is dangerous again to these people. Yeah. And like, and then the name so of the song is unholy. It's yeah. like, it's so designed. To <laughs> yeah. <off>. It's like, <laughs> it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's play the hot picks theme. The hot picks. 
picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. God bless Beth Stelling. Thank you for your love and support, Beth. Oh, I'm such a big fan. Oh, feels good. Real good. Hey, uh, we got some hot picks here. Let's see if we did better than the Grammys. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a little more hip, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, coming in, we'll start here. Coming in, number five. This is uh, Beth's number first five. Beth's first pick. This is Anne Marie and H H. We're, we're not sure. We're with, not sure. Uh, Psycho. Aich. It's a bit of a Howard Kramer piano line there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playable with one finger. God, I was going to say. <laughs> like a person who can't create a melody that lasts longer than three seconds. <laughs> I'm a psychopath. I like it. This sounds like, like an it. answer record to the Shaggy, you know, a little bit of Monica. Yeah, Lou Vega. Lou Vega. Lou Vega. Sorry, yeah. Exactly what I was gonna say, and you said right it. Right on. It feels like oh, the shit. answer to that song, Lou Vega's. Yeah. A little yeah, bit like, of Monica uh, in my life. I like the way she put it. A little bit of H in my life. <laughs> yeah. But she said, what was it? That's a lot of text for someone who's. You're, yeah, that you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when he's like, She's like, with Bianca, are you dumb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it says, Alexandra and her mom. It's so yeah. funny to me. Women are yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Women are funny. That was funny. What's funny to me is I was watching, uh, like on, on cable, there was the MTV Classic channel, mm-hmm. which I discovered, and it was just playing like 90s music videos. And it was so deeply like, like, great to me just to see nonstop video blocks again yeah. and to remind myself of all those great songs and like every single thing seemed great from across like every genre. I was just like, everything is holding up so well. And I lo- <laughs> now love this. And I'm like, even that, even and then the Lou Bega came on and I was like, I remember just despising this so much. And now it sounds like kind of a, a good thing it's like quaint and hidden. or like yeah and it's like doesn't seem like that um yeah it seems quaint and like almost like old fashioned and like well done and there's like a i don't know there's like interesting parts on it and i'm like is this just pure nostalgia brain or is it uh something else you know <laughs> we didn't it's know depravity. how good we had it depravity <laughs> yeah <laughs> pure depravity it brings you back. I think yeah. even the shitty stuff from an old time period becomes, uh, you know, beloved just because it's so uh, associated with 
yeah. the nostalgia of the time. Yeah. And also, I, I guess I'm not hearing the below the fold stuff from, from back then that, you know, it's like I'm, exactly, I'm hearing a yeah. good cross section. But uh, it, it is remarkable. Like it, it just becomes another decade, like the 80s or 70s, where when you hear all the hits, you're like, oh my God, like all the music was so good back then. Oh, yeah. What a decade. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, coming in at number four. Number four. Howard's first pick. This is Maud's son with Courtney fucked Kurt. Uh, is this the one you said to start from the beginning, or should I fast forward? Uh, no, that's the other one, but okay. uh, yeah, I could probably jump. I don't know. All right. This one should start. Courtney fucked Kurt, Sid killed Nancy. I don't usually pick the hard driving ones like that, but uh, it was good. He's basically saying to kids, like, stop um, stop romanticizing death and, and drug addiction. Yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's not pretty. So it's kind of cool. The rest of the album was just super poppy, and then all of a sudden this thing came out. It was hard hitting. So I didn't pick up on that But message. that's uh, Mod Son. He used to go out with, uh, what's her name? The girl who made a million dollars on OnlyFans. Uh you know, yeah. You know, what I'm talking uh, about. I do. Avril yeah. Lavigne. That's what I'm seeing on Google. <laughs> no, but he was with. He, it was an actress. With her now. Yeah, her name's uh, Bella. 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 Bella Abzug. For, no. no. Uh, Bella. <laughs> Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. Yeah. Is that what it okay. was? Yeah. Um. Good job pretending you didn't know that. Like Me? just out of, I couldn't out think of, the of game. her name. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I yeah. know. I couldn't uh, think of it either, but I knew people were mad at her. Um all right, coming in at number three. Number uh, three. This is my only pick. Uh, and this will just no one's gonna like this because it's death metal, but I, I love it. Um this is by and you have to understand also, this is like very tongue in cheek. Like there's a sense of humor to this. Um, Probably. Like the band is unpronounceable. It's like Sanguisagubog. Sanguisagubog. Where are they from? Uh, Portugal? <laughs> no. Um, they are from, where are they from? I don't know. I can't find That's it. That's the name of their enough. country. We'll just think, we'll just say that. No, it's probably not. It's like a no. They're from Columbus, Ohio. Ooh. Oh, jeez, Beth, do you know this group? Probably. Um, you have to understand. It's like a practice. It's almost like a humorous thing to just try to make your death metal band as as illegible and, and undecipherable oh, okay. as you can. Okay. And the logo. All right. The, that's the logos that's are stuff. completely illegible. Like they're just chaos. You know, that's the band logo. Um, okay. And it's a, it's a very like a secret club with no sign. It's a very old school sound um, with a very funny drum sound. But this one is called Black Market Vasectomy. 
I want to get to this drum fill. Listen to this. Wow. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. My Ding. gosh. Is he saying something about Ding. taquitos? That's all I can make out. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about taquitos, how much he loves them. Um, another. Uh, that's hard stuff. It's actually, it's a good album. Another, uh, my friend called it Butt Death. It's like, but it's like, harkens back to old school death metal. What, what where did all, he call it? All, butt death, almost like butt rock. Oh, okay. Butt like, death metal. Got but yeah, um, yeah. another song is called Testicular Rot. Uh, another that song. That scares me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's all very like tongue in cheek, but um, it's less scary than than uh, Unholy. You guys <laughs> to America, love I guess. Yeah, no one's complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, coming in at number two. Number two. This is Beth's pick, and I be- believe Beth's friend Monica Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, with James Blake, go easy, kid. Straight to you, Beth. <laughs> that is right. beautiful. I mean, she's got a beautiful, beautiful voice. voice. Listen to I that. Identify later. with the sentiment. Go easy, kid. It's only rock and roll. Can I jump in on that remix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a nice voice, Beth. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. I mean. Yeah, it sounds like it's right up there with Adele as far as the nakedness of the voice, just over a little piano, but very much delivering. Yeah. Uh, I want you to listen to the whole thing later and then tell me how it made you feel. Okay. Well, that's going to break. Do I have to be sober? Down. You don't have to, but you have to text me after you listen to the whole thing. Okay. He he oh, doesn't yeah. even like hearing oh, yeah. a minor chord anywhere in music. That's going to just destroy him. He's too <laughs> sensitive for that. Listen, minor chords, what do they make you feel? <laughs> I mean, come on. Small, minor. Yeah, minor. Thank you. <laughs> scared. Funny. They scare me. Um, 
I didn't realize the hook was it's only rock and roll. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Like, Oh, that's cool. They should mash that up with uh, Stone's song. With Stone's. Yeah. I think you did um, you did the James Blake one. Hers is like a little different, you know. Oh, it interesting. to it. Yeah. Hey, what's the uh, whole album? What's the name of the album? She's working on it right now. But oh, okay. she was in a band called Fox, P-H-O-X, for a while. And if uh-huh. you search Monica Martin on Spotify, she does have a whole playlist you can just click on um, okay. from Songs with the Violets and Fox, her own stuff. And she's hopped on with, like, Marcus Mumford all within Damn. the last year and a couple That's other great. people. So you can, like, listen to her. Oh, and she played. She was also playing a lot with Wolfpack. They have some good ones. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I know that. Mumford and Sons is Wisconsin too, right? No, they're uh, UK. They are? Yeah. But didn't they make an album out in a cabin in Wisconsin? Maybe you're right. Oh, no, no. That's Bonnie Bear. There you go. Yeah. Why is... Um, maybe... But maybe Wolfpack is, was too. U of M, speaking of Ann Arbor again. Oh, okay. Um, That's big. Coming in at number two. Number two. This is my second pick. This is Lil Yachty. You got two picks? I don't know. Did I do? Yeah, you got two picks. Okay. Am I doing I a six chart? Two picks. <clears throat> uh, well, we'll all get two picks. This is picks. Lil Yachty with uh, "Say Something." Nice. I'm not sure this is the best song. See, I was thinking like uh, music videos oh, sure. stuff. Like, this isn't the song I meant Khaled? to do, but oh, okay. it's probably still good. But the new well, little Yachty album. Beat, yeah, even that could have beat Bonnie Raitt because that sounds like what music sounds like right, right. now. The new Lil Yachty album is very interesting. I'll just I say heard that. that. I, I'm not sure I like am deeply in love with it, but it's trying new It things. has stuff that could age well for <clears throat> sure. Ha- he's like blending like almost like Pink Floyd style. Um, yeah, music over hip hop. Yeah, it's kind of psychedelic. I gotta say, this so, is a first on the entire program. We've never had a pot picks where you picked a hip hop song and I picked metal. And uh, <laughs> yeah, my next one coming up is metal. But this, this, I never expected this to ever happen. This is wow. this is amazing. Uh, it's a rarity coming in at number one. Number one. This is Howard's. Uh, as per mention, metal pick. This is Corn, <laughs> Lost in the Grandeur. Right there. That's the good part. Okay. I'm out. Now I don't now like you're it out. Anymore. Okay. <laughs> right there. You just like the new metal riff. It was all for that one lick. I would sample it or something. The rest of it is when he just uh, 
You know, that that corn just waits till, until they're in a depressed mood and then put, commits it to lyrics. <laughs> they, they never have anything uplifting to say. But I did like the lick. <clears throat> Imagine an uplifting corn song. Uh, I mean, they've influenced a lot of kids in the Midwest to, to start doing math and stuff like that. Really? I mean, there's no way that... You're already dealing with Iowa, and then that comes on. I think it pushes you over the edge, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe it's the- Irresponsible. Those, aren't they from Bakersfield? You might be thinking yeah, of from Slipknot. Bakersfield. I was thinking of Slipknot. Sorry. But they, yeah. you know, same, those two, same, in the same posse. Truly, and that's in the yeah. same boat. Same era, I mean, same posse. Bakersfield and Iowa could be the same. Yeah. But uh, wow, eclectic picks. Yeah. What a mix we had this week. and I love it. Some insider stuff coming from Beth. Thank you, Beth. Yeah, you know a lot a lot of music. It's great. Yeah. You got to come back more. I will. And you know what, gang? Beth is on the road. You can catch her. Yeah. Uh, she's got spring dates. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to be in Telluride, Colorado in the middle of February. February 21st, I'm in San Diego. March 3rd, which is a Friday, I'm in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Damn. Um, variety of climates. You're getting the exactly. hell of a February there. Um, I'll be um, at South by Southwest this year and then in Birmingham, kaboom. Alabama on uh, March 23rd. Wow. Oh, what's Birmingham? Is that a festival? They got a new um, Avondale Bonnaroo going down there. Avondale Muscle Shoals Fest. Um, it's uh, it's called Avondale Brewing Company. Thursday, March twenty oh, right third. It's um with Wes Van Horn and Kristen Rand. They're they're comics that move there. Oh shit! Mm. Is it, how do they like it down there? Is that a good place to do it? Yeah. Well, Wes grew up there. Kristen, okay. I met in Denver years ago. That's where she started. Right. But they're married and have well, you know, kids. I started in Austin when I got down there. It was like nobody was really talking about it. Now it's like changed more than oh any gosh, other American yeah. city in the last twenty years. And I was thinking, where could you go now? That would be comparable to that. And it sounds like Birmingham. Like that's the kind of place you would pick now. Like before it becomes this thing. Yeah. Cool place to do stand-up. Yeah, I'll tell you how it All goes. right, well, shout out to that. Go see Beth and all those different places, <clears throat> you guys. Also, check out Comedy Bang Bang World with Start. Yes, please. Uh, tons of new stuff. Dan Lippert has a new uh, show we're doing called Walton on Walton, where he's doing Bill Walton. Uh, oh, I love that. Like the after show to Bill Walton's new Throw It Down telecast. Oh, wow. Really, That's really huge. funny. I'm a huge Bill Walton fan. Yeah, That's me great. too. I, I, and he's getting crazier and crazier. So it's, crazier. It's, uh, Watch him call the Pac-10, 12 games or whatever. Yeah. Um, super excited about that. Also check out whochartedpod.com where you can get all the back episodes and all the preem streams. That's right. Check out... Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister and Drop Date Duel. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted? Charted.